Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Jackie Goldschneider from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. She is currently on her fourth season on the show, and I think Jackie's been fantastic on Jersey over the years, and she's really gone through it, especially last season, she went through it, and she's come out the other side, and I think what I love about Jackie is that she gets really personal and really raw, and she isn't afraid to ask those tough questions and really go there and, and have arguments and, and, and work things out with her castmates. And um, I think she makes for a really good housewife, and there's a reason why she's been around for four years now. So we talked all about this season and sort of a lot about what went into her blow up with Dolores and everything that fed into that, why she has been there for Jennifer and why she decided to sort of reach out that hand and be there to support her. Um, and her explanation made a lot of sense. Whether her opinion has changed on Margaret bringing up Bill's affair and, and, and everything around that. And then we also talked a lot about her deciding to open up about her struggles with her eating disorder. I think, you know, she presented this idea that she had to overcome it and that she had recovered from it. But that's not the case, as we saw on a recent episode. And I really commend her for being open about that. And I think it's really courageous for her to be so forthcoming and, again, just raw and, and personal and, and um, really sharing a lot of intimate details about that struggle because um, that can't be easy. But as she said... There's been a lot of positive feedback for her on that because it's a thing that a lot of people struggle with. And it's going to be something that we see throughout this season. So we talked a lot about that. She kind of took the floor and just kind of spoke to, to why she decided to open up again about it. So anyway, keep listening for my interview with Jackie Goldschneider from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Tune in to The Real Housewives of New Jersey on Bravo on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're here with Jackie Goldschneider from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. She's on her fourth season of the show. Jackie, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. So, I mean, the season is off to the races. I feel like this, you guys, I mean, last year you didn't waste any time either, but this year you guys have not wasted any time just getting into it. How's your experience been so far this season? I mean, comparatively speaking, <laughs> phenomenal. It's, I mean, last season was just so negative for me that this season felt um, it felt so much better not having my entire marriage and all my integrity questioned, you know? So um, mm -hmm. it feels, it feels a lot lighter for me. I know it's a lot heavier for some of my castmates. Definitely. Yeah. I was going to say we, we ran into each other at Meredith Marks's premiere for Salt Lake city in the fall. And you, you told me that it's a doozy of a season. You definitely didn't lie about that, but it definitely must feel nice not being the center of the storm this time. It, it Everyone really has does. their turn, but but you've had yours. And it's kind of nice to be probably out of that a little bit. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why when everyone wanted to start talking about, you know, the digging and who was digging what. And like, I worked so hard to put all of that behind me. And truth be told, my husband hated every second of it. And he hates when his name is brought up in that context. So I just really didn't want to go back there. So that's why I was like, I, I don't care if you were digging because you found nothing. So like, please let's move on. I don't want to go back there. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I feel like, you know, people keep trying to dredge it up, but I feel like it's like, let's move forward here. And it's like, it's, it's, it's been, it's been put to rest. I'm like, let's just yeah. leave it there. No, no kidding. Yeah, exactly. So let's get into like the most recent events though with you, because the most recent episode that we have seen ends with what I saw is an unexpected clash between you and Dolores. I mean, like that to me, just like it, it escalated so quickly. And I'm curious if for you, did you see that tension coming at all? Did you see that building or did it, was it unexpected for you as well? 
what was unexpected was Dolores's reaction. I think that Dolores and I have a history of clashing and then being close and then clashing. Right. Neither of us likes being disrespected and will definitely stand up for ourselves. But I was surprised that she made it semi-physical. I wasn't expecting that reaction to like get in my face and like, what are you going to do kind of thing? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to hit you. I'm not going to hit you. You know, what am I going to do? Nothing. Right. Because we had we had seen some of that from Dolores. I think it was maybe the last time we saw that was like in the the Siggy Flicker era, like like maybe right when Margaret joined and right before you joined. And there were some of those things like Danielle and some of that stuff that like she she does get in people's faces, but we haven't seen that in a while. So I feel like it, it, I mean, it I'm not scared of anybody. I'd of course not. Rather not believe, get into yeah. a physical altercation, but I'm not. I'm certainly not scared, and I'm definitely not going to allow somebody to disrespect me in front of all of my friends and all of the cameras. I'm not going to allow somebody to refer to me as this without saying something about it. What was so not funny, but just sort of like, it just like, it it, it was this argument that was happening. And then it just escalates when she just says, calls you this. And it's like, don't call me this. And it it just, we kept hearing that word. And it was like, yeah, like I understand why that got under your skin, but it just was so, that was what kind of triggered it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that definitely triggered me. Yeah. So I was surprised. I wasn't surprised that she was annoyed because I think loyalty is the most important thing to Dolores. And I was questioning her loyalty. So I'm not surprised that she got angry about it, but I was surprised that she got in my face and reacted like that because that's not the type of reaction that I think, you know, a, a grown woman should have. And I feel like, and so, so Dolores basically in her mind, like she is an equal friend to Jennifer and Margaret, which you, Margaret, and Jennifer all sort of think differently on that. Like, I think they all said like, no, you're closer to Margaret. I'm curious why, why do you think that she doesn't want to just admit like, hey, I'm just closer to Margaret at this point. Like, and maybe that's evolved over the years, but why don't you think that she wanted to recognize that in the moment? I think she knew it would hurt Jen. And Mm -hmm. Jen was already hurting. And, you know, I I do want to give Dolores credit. She she was trying to be a friend to both of them, you know, but like Aristotle said, you know, a friend to all is a friend to none. You you can't just tell people what they want to hear. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to actually be a friend. So I think she wasn't trying to hurt Jen, which is to her credit. She wanted Jen to feel supported. She just really wasn't doing what she actually needed in order to feel supported. So I think she didn't want to admit that she's closer with Margaret because she wanted Jen to feel like she had someone in her corner. Sure, sure. But in my mind, it's sort of like, I feel like you can admit that you're closer to somebody, but still be there for the other person. But I don't know. It's it's obviously gray. There's gray areas there. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, I, and I really do love seeing you there for Jennifer. It's obviously, it's very unexpected in my mind, just considering everything that you guys have gone through and in past seasons with one another. But I think it's really nice that you have found it in yourself to have empathy with her. And I'm curious what, what made it different in this situation for you to be like, okay, you know what, like I should maybe try like that, try to take that extra step with her and just, and be there for her in this moment. Um, I really don't like the idea of somebody being on an island alone. I don't, it makes me really uncomfortable. I've been there, not just on the show in real life too. I've had, you know, ups and downs in my life where I found, where I felt very isolated, Right. you know, sometimes through my eating disorder, which has been a lifelong struggle. You know, I moved in high school. I went to a new high school. I entered ninth grade with, with a disabled brother. I was overweight. I had no friends there and I felt very, very lonely for a while. And so I, when I see somebody who's, who's feeling isolated, who's struggling, 
automatically everything else, if it's not like super important, it just drops away for me. And I, I cannot watch in good conscience, somebody just struggling on their own and crying. When someone starts crying, like my heart breaks. Yeah. I just, there was no good reason for me to not be a friend to her at that moment. Nothing she had done was so bad that I would just leave her struggling on her own. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that makes complete sense. And I also, I also love that when you, when you guys first had that moment at, at Jennifer's pool and you were sitting there and you were kind of having that first kind of come to Jesus moment together. I like that you also didn't rush over the fact that she had done stuff against you in the past and that, and that you were like, listen, like, this isn't like me, like completely forgetting about everything in the past. Like you, I'm so glad that you said that because I think that that's very real, you know? And I think that if you would just brush everything aside completely, it wouldn't like, I think that it, real. exactly. And this, this felt yeah. really authentic and I, and I think it even more believable. And so I'm, I'm, I, I just like that you said that in that moment. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to be honest with her. I think the yeah. whole, the whole issue is that, you know, other people aren't being honest with her and mm. I needed her to know, listen, I'm, I don't think what Margaret did was wrong. And I, you have done some really bad stuff to me in the past. What I don't like is that I clearly said to her, let's stop doing this shady stuff to each other. And then the next minute I learned about all the shady stuff that she's sure. doing. So, you know, it just, it's, it's sometimes she makes it a little hard to be there for her, but you know, I'm not going to leave someone right. struggling alone. <laughs> and also last year I was uh, that dinner at the Jersey shore where I got into that monstrous fight with Teresa that, that day in particular, I felt really like, like on the outskirts of the cast. I felt mm. like it was them and it was me. It was the worst feeling last season. And I just don't want anyone else to experience that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that as other people are saying that like Margaret and, and Melissa are, and some of them are sort of blinded by their, their blind rage about Jennifer? Like, what do you think about that sort of narrative that no, that's been out there? I don't think that's it. They're not blind rage kind of girls. They've mm. done with a lot of people over the years. I think that even though the situations are different, Jennifer was cheated on and Margaret cheated. Mm. I think that Jen has just pressed so hard into any vulnerability she can find with Melissa and with Margaret and with me too. Mm-hmm. And although I brush it off more easily, I think that she's gone harder on the two of them. And I think that there comes a point where you just snap and you just, you know, especially if somebody has something in their closet and I still do feel very badly. I know Jennifer is going through it now, but I just have to say, in my opinion, I believe that the reason that Jennifer's children, and I feel very badly for them because I know what my children experienced last year. The reason that they're suffering is because is not because Margaret exposed the the, the affair. It's because she knew her husband had an affair and she came on a reality show because it's going right. to be it's going to be found out. So, like, you can blame as many people as you want, but you knew this was in your past. And, and even though Jennifer never spoke about it, other there were other people to the party, you know, mm. and maybe the other girl talked about it so people did know so I mean you came on a reality show knowing that this was in your past you really can't blame everybody else totally yeah it's, it's almost if part of this hurt is that the fact that they just it sounds from her explanation that they just never address it also as a couple they sort of talked about it once and then right. never really address it so that, which that's, might be that to Jen's like credit as a mother she wanted to right. do everything she could to keep Absolutely. her family together she loved her husband she trusted him that it was over and, you know, so that's to her credit, you know, even mm-hmm. though I don't think it was the best decision for the long term, that's to her credit. I do think she's an incredible mother, a loving she wife. Is. 
And and I hope that they get through this really like unscathed, but I know that she's going through it right now. I just, I don't love that she's blaming everybody else when really like you, you came on a reality show knowing it was in your past. Right. So, I mean, because my next question was sort of like watching this season, does that change any of your perception of, or your opinion of Margaret bringing it up or you, you kind of are, are steadfast in your- Oh, I'm okay with Margaret yeah. bringing it up. Yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, there was a lot of push and pull between right. the both of them, you know? Yeah, there are a lot, there's, there's been a lot of stuff said over the years between both yeah. of them. Absolutely. And like, I feel like you and Teresa, you mentioned the, the blow up at the shore last year. You guys have seemingly have gotten to a place of at least like coexisting and, and being okay with being in one of those another's presence. Is that a correct characterization of where you guys stand kind of in this season and now? Yeah, I think that um, it took a, it took a lot of me letting go of some things that I mm-hmm. knew I would never get the proper apologies yeah. for. I'm not so sure that Teresa feels like she did anything wrong still. So I learned to let go of a lot of stuff. I think in her head, I did something horrible and she clearly learned to let go of that. So we definitely got to a place of being able to be together and, you know, enjoy each other's company. I think that right now, because Margaret is my best friend, not just on the show, Margaret is my best friend in real life. I talk to her every day. I'm with her all the time. I think that because I'm so close to Margaret, that it's by association, Teresa and I are really not like super close right now, but mm-hmm. you know, we definitely got to a much, much better place. Yeah. Yeah. And so going forward, it, I mean, it seems as though something shifts in this season where it becomes more about Teresa and Margaret and maybe some of the Louis stuff. What can you tell me about where that, where that shift is going to come and, and how that sort of fractures affects the fractures in the group? Well, I think the key word of this season is hypocrisy. So Mm. it was like last season, you know, Teresa's whole thing was like, you know, she sat me on that couch and she said, you know, you love your husband, stand up for him, defend him, you know? And then here is all these, like a multitude of rumors out there about her, about her, you know, significant other. And everything is like, don't talk about my man, zip it. Like we can't address it. You can't bring it up. And I think there's a lot of hypocrisy there. You know, everybody else's, you know, dirty laundry can be aired except like when it comes to her and you want to talk about somebody she loves, it's like hands off and you can't do that. So mm. I think that Margaret, you know, Margaret's not afraid to ask. No, she's certainly not. So no, and, and I don't think that's you why are I either. say you don't want her to be no. your enemy, you know? <laughs> no, but I think it, it kind of speaks to this sort of this prevailing narrative, I, used to, I see it a lot on Twitter. I see it a lot on social media, just about like, there's a faction of people and, and I understand how this has been cultivated. There's a faction of people that sort of look at Teresa and, and think that you can't really question anything about her. And I think that, you know, on the flip side of that, there's sort of this, a lot of people that come from a place of negativity against Melissa specifically. And sort of, the, there's this sort of weird thing that happens every single season and I'm curious how much you see that and sort of what you think about that, because I feel like you and you and Margaret, at least, are definitely challenging that in a way that you're you're willing to push back on it and ask questions. But talk to you about how much you pay attention to that sort of prevailing narrative from certain aspects of the, of the, the viewership. people who say that you can't ask anything of Teresa. 
Yeah, yeah, and push back because on she's, that. Because she's an OG and because she's mm. been on it for so long. You know, I mean, I do recognize the contribution yeah. that Teresa has made to the housewives, especially New Jersey. I, yeah. I mean, you cannot deny that. She has shared her entire life and has gone through some very big things on camera, but that doesn't Absolutely. mean that, you know, after a while, it's like, you can't ask her any questions. I don't believe in that at all. I am probably not as good at asking hard questions as Margaret. I think I'm more prone to like, let people just do their thing, but um. I don't believe in that. I don't buy into that at all. I'm sorry, you're still here. I mean, the day you decide you don't want to answer any more questions about your personal life, maybe should be the day that you exit the show. You know, and I know that's a very unpopular opinion. You know, Teresa, a lot of people think Teresa carries the show, but I definitely, I don't think that's the case at all. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, if people think that you can't ask her any questions and then, then what's the purpose of being here? It's about letting you into our real lives. So I don't buy sure. into that. Yeah. I. I, I think that's a great answer. You know, Jackie, I do have to say, I really admire, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about the, the conversation that you and Evan had on this most recent episode. And I really admire you generally opening up over, over your several seasons about your, your eating disorder and the continued struggles that you've had in sort of getting over it. And I think that one of my main takeaways from the co- most recent conversation that we've seen between you and Evan was like, one, I love how specific that you got in that conversation, because I think that there are little things that a lot of people can learn from and benefit from recognizing some of these things, but also it, it tells us all that, like, it's not just like you magically overcome something like this. It's, it's, it, it is a lifelong thing for you where you're always going to have to just, it's going to be part of your life. And I don't know, I was just really impressed by that. I'm curious, like, what, what do you hear from fans when, when you have, when a scene like that airs on the show and, and you are so, you're so brutally honest and vulnerable okay. in a moment like that? I mean, I've gotten hundreds of messages. I do want to take this opportunity for a minute, if you'll allow me to just yeah. explain why now. Yeah, if that's okay. Of course. Do um, it. So my biggest fear with this was that people were going to think that I was lying for three seasons when I said that I was recovered, because clearly I was not recovered. I have had this for 18 years. So when I first started it, I got to a place with that wedding picture that you saw where I was just next to death. I was all skin and bones. I was severely underweight and malnourished. And I um, I lived like that for a little while. And then I did get a little bit better, but I wasn't ready to to go the whole way. I got very scared. I got nervous. And I I got a little better and stopped there. And it made, it made me feel better to think that I was semi recovered, you know? So that's the story I told myself. It's a story I told other people. I learned how to eat in public so that people would think that I was eating and behind the scenes, I was just starving. And I lived like that for a very, very long time. So, um, I knew that, I mean, I had tried to stop on my own a, a lot of times and I, I kind of felt like if I did it in front of the whole world, perhaps that would keep me accountable. So what was the original question? What, what people are, what well, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's like, it, I, I really love what you're saying right now, but I, yeah. I, yeah, like, what do you, I mean, what have you heard in the past 24 hours, I guess, even because yeah, a lot, you, I you mean, have acknowledged like, that you haven't fully recovered from it, you know? Yes. So uh, people are extreme. I think people could tell that I haven't fully recovered. And so they were waiting for this moment that I was going to be honest. I mean, in that at Teresa's pool party, I was watching myself and like, it is just, it's like a walking skeleton. I mean, there's just bones sticking out everywhere. I know how thin I was when the season began. And I knew that in real, real time, I was relapsing. 
And I didn't, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. I had mm-hmm. reached a point where I didn't want to do it anymore. And I think that the conversation I had with Evan, this whole season, I'm very raw about it. I didn't want it to be dark. I don't want it to be dark, but I want it to be very honest because if you have an issue with food, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Everything that I'm saying, the timing of your meals, the rigidity, the rules, how, how it feels to be starving, you know, I, all of it, you recognize it. And especially if you're a mom doing it. Um, so I've just gotten just so, so many messages of support, not one bad message, hmm. hundreds and hundreds of messages of support. Well, I think that this speaks to how much of a, how much of a prevailing thing it is for, for a lot of people in our society. And I think that to see somebody like you acknowledging it, working through it, publicly which makes it much harder I'm, I'm presuming but it also I don't know I think that, that there's just so much to be gained for other people and and probably you as well but I but I think that I don't know I think it's just courageous and uh oh, thank yeah. you it, it was actually it does seem that way it was actually a real benefit to me to be able to do it like this because mm-hmm. I have a whole world of cheerleaders right now and it, yeah. it makes it makes it feel really it validates why I'm doing it because this is it's not easy. And, you know, I don't want to give away the ending, but, you know, it makes me feel better about living in a new body. Awesome. Yeah. So are, are, I, my next question was just, how are you doing now? Are you, do you feel better about, about this journey that you're on? Oh yeah. I mean, it's not a short journey. It's going to yeah. last, it's going to take a while, but I yeah, am of course. well in it. I'm really in it right now. Fantastic. And there's, there's a lot that goes into it. And I feel you know, I have my, my good days and my bad days, but I, I, I feel today on top of the world. Amazing. And I, I, I'm so happy to hear that because I think, again, we're, we're seeing the really raw moments that this is, I'm presuming that we're going to keep seeing those, but it, it, again, it's just going to benefit a lot of people. You know, I feel you're, I'm thinking about your journey specifically on the show. And again, it's like, every time I talk to one of the, the Jersey ladies, I always just like gush about the fact that you guys haven't changed your cast in four years. And there's, and just, it's like, it's wild how many, how, how many kind of different iterations of the group you guys have been able to like put forth and you continue to surprise. And I don't know, every season to me, like brings new kind of connections and, and fractures and what have you. And you guys are really delivering every year. And, and that sort of started with you when you and Jennifer came along and, and, jo- and joined the show. And for you specifically, I'm just curious how, when you think back on these four or five years, how has the show changed you as a person or, 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 just altered your your life because obviously your life has changed a lot but I don't know I'm just curious how, how you think back about these four these five years and your and your sort of personal journey there I can't I can't believe it's been I was looking through pictures the other day of when I first started and it's like a different person I was so unsure and I really didn't know what to expect and I was so scared of everything and now I mean there's just so much more confidence but in real in real life there's beautiful friendships that I have from this there's unbelievable experiences, events, parties. I mean, you know, I I always think like, I was always like the person in like, in the front, like by the bar, like, oh, who's back there? You know, who's back there? Now I'm back there, you know, like it's just a different world. It's a different life. And like, I appreciate every second of it. And, you know, I, I, you know, who knows how long it'll last. I'm just trying to enjoy every second of it, but you know, it's beautiful. Like I used to say, 
you know, in a beautiful way, every day was like Groundhog Day before this. It was like, you wake up, get the kids breakfast, drive them to school, do a little work, pick them up, go to practice, you know, and like, it was a beautiful life, but it was kind of like the same thing over and over again. And now there is just like, there's just a world of experiences. Like there's so many open doors. There's so many things I can do. There's so many things I can do with my platform too, which is amazing. I'm working on my first book. I have my agents, you know, so like there's just, just like one exciting thing. If you want to make things happen, you really can. It's an unbelievable platform and it's 100%. fun. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think I, we mentioned this right before we started recording, but I think back to, we did an interview before, right before your first season started, it was you, Margaret and Melissa for AWOL build series. It was a live interview and nobody knew you back then, you know, right. and, and, and it's just, it just so if that feels like it was 10 years ago, but it, you know, I just think about all the things that you've been able to experience over the, over this time. And, you know, it, it just, it's a really special, unique thing that you, that you've gone through, you know? Uh, thank you. Yeah. I think I'm finally over imposter syndrome. You know, I think for like two years, it was kind of like, sure. nobody likes me. Like I'm not, you know, as big as they like, they're the real star, you know, now it's kind of like, I'm so in, like, I'm so in Bravo. I'm so part of the Bravo family. And I love, I love, love, love it. Yeah. I was, I mean, it's like once you, yeah, once you kind of stay for one season, it's one thing, but like if, when they keep bringing you back, that means that that something's working for you, you know what I mean? And and that's, that yeah. must be a really nice vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not a, like, I'm not a huge complainer. Like I don't call the editors like freaking, I don't think I've ever <laughs> called and complained about an edit ever, ever, ever. I just, you know, like I try to do, I try to show, I'm not just phone it in. I always try to show up for the cameras. Sometimes people don't like me. Sometimes they do, but I always try to really like give it my all. And, you know, I think this season more than any, like it's, it, it's been going really well. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a moment over the years that you, that you almost tapped out that you almost were like, I don't know if this is worth it. Oh, for sure. When I didn't go to Lake George, I was like, this is it go. Mm. I mean, I was not going on a trip in, in on a show or in real life with a woman who had just called me the kinds of names that she had called me. I wasn't going to then go on vacation with her just to get attacked and berated for three days. Cameras or no cameras. I didn't care. Right. At that point, I needed to be home with my husband and say, listen, this show not only did it to me, but she did it to you. So you we, let's talk about what we're going to do moving forward, because if Evan's not on board, I'm not, I'm not there. You know, yeah. my marriage is much more important to me than that. That was a moment where I was kind of like, you know, let me take a few days while they're away and think about if this is right for our family. And ultimately we decided what we had decided at the time was let's just finish out the seasons. So no one else gets to tell this story and run with a different narrative, but the season ended up ending so well that, I mean, there was no question that I wanted to come back. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you decided to come back, you know? Oh, I think, thank you. I'm this, glad I did too. Yeah. And this season is a testament to that. And I think, again, like continuing to share this part of your story with, with the world is an, is an important thing. And um, I think it's, it's nice. You're going to be able to continue to, to show this. And um, yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope that, everyone I hope... stays tuned because it's a really, it's, it's a very interesting path. Yeah, for sure. So closing it out the rest of the season, we talked a little bit about Margaret Teresa and where that's going to go. Oh, yeah. Are there any other sort of surprise fractures, twists that, that, that are coming our way? Yeah. Yeah. I think you saw <laughs> in the trailer, there's a little, there's another uh, physical altercation coming with Jen and, and Melissa. Mm -hmm. There's a really high tension. I think it might be in the next episode, although I haven't seen it yet with Jen, where tensions just go like wild. 
And then, yeah, I mean, there's like an epic fight between Margaret and Teresa coming. In Nashville. Oh, yeah. And the trip to Nashville was just like chock full of, <laughs> of great TV. I mean, there was just I'm sure. visually like I was looking while we were all looking around while we were doing like activities and stuff. And like everything was just so like interesting and new, like we haven't done on Jersey before. So I, I'm really excited for those episodes. I think the season doesn't slow down at all. There's no boring episodes like arguing over like something silly. Well, that's good to hear. Well, Jackie, this is so much fun to talk to you and get to catch up. And, um, you know, I, again, I admire you so much for what you're sharing and I can't wait to see the rest of the season. Thank you, Gibson. It was great yeah, seeing of course. you. Yeah. Bye, Jackie. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to We Should Talk. I hope you enjoyed the interview. You can find out more about In The Know at inthenow.com. You can follow me, Gibson Johns, at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to all of our interviews, past and future, by searching We Should Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you next time.